The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Uh, Timely topic. Tonight, uh, the Ravens today acquired Kyle, Kyle Fuller, a former All-Pro with the Chicago Bears. We knew him from there, played last year in Denver, and uh, he'll be with the Ravens apparently this year. Uh, here to talk about that with me is Jordan Coe. Jordan, how you doing? Good, Ken. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure, my friend. You know this, 12.45 a.m., but you've been out in the halls of power uh, in, in D.C., <laughs> no doubt making all kinds of waves tonight. And I appreciate you, you fitting this into the schedule, uh, and uh, this will be out tomorrow morning for, for, for people to listen to. Appreciate you doing it on a timely basis. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, you know, it's a big, it's, this is an exciting depth move for this team. You know, I think there were two areas coming into, well, three areas, I guess after the Marquise Brown trade where it was cornerback, wide receiver, like outside linebacker um, were the three areas that folks wanted to see something happen. So I think there's a lot of excitement around this because it fits into one of those three buckets. Yeah. 
outside corner, kind of a question of whether they whether that was the position they really needed. They did address it in the draft with Jalen Armour Davis, a guy who can certifiably play on the outside and not on the inside. Is, is the point I'm making. Um, the Ravens, you know, there's questions about whether or not they have the slot corner they need right now. The two top candidates are probably Ardarius Washington. Brandon Stevens may also be a guy. I guess Demarion Williams would be the third guy at slot corner. Kyle Fuller now enters this mix, and I don't think he's really at the top position for either, but maybe we defer that judgment to a little bit later as we talk about who Kyle Fuller was at one time and, and who he is coming into this season. Yeah, I think the Ravens are going to give Ardarius Washington a full shot at that slot job. I think that's why mm-hmm. Davon Young wasn't back. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what direction that goes. But, you know, I think, and we talked about this during the draft um, when we did our live stream, you know, I was more a supporter of a guy like A.J. Boye who had been more historically an outside and inside guy, like shown the ability to play both of those um, positions for this team, you know, that was a better fit, right? Like, yes, Marlon Humphrey can slide inside, but I would love, uh, you know, at, at not that to moment, have to do that. Yeah, right. At yeah. that moment, would have preferred to see Humphrey be able to stay on the outside, use the boundary, be effective in that regard, and find a guy that could do it inside if they needed it. Yeah, there's very few players who were really equally good at either position. Lardarius Webb comes to mind as a guy who was great on the outside and great in the slot also. Uh, I, I, when he was before the second injury in particular, Lardarius Webb was the best cornerback in all of football, and you really could play an inside or outside in that 2011 season when he had the big year. Kyle Fuller never really was that guy. And let's just go back over who he was historically a little bit before we turn to some of the more recent events. Um, he's, he's just an of average height, 5'11", 190. He turned 30 in February, so he's not a young guy. And, you know, the father time being undefeated, cliche, uh, certainly has to be considered for him given a very weak uh, 2021 season with Denver. He's signed to a $9.5 million contract for them one year. He was one of the most disappointing free agents of all of last year. Uh, it, it wasn't a matter, I don't think in his case, of system because he followed Vic Fangio to Denver, you know, and, and he's playing in the system he was there before. In fact, was highly praised at times during the season by Fangio. Yeah, you... you the way you see this is that you don't want to see a guy. So it's one thing if like it's Marcus Peters like decline mm-hmm. in the last year, which was injury, right? It's a different thing when you see a guy come in and he just has declined, right? Yeah. And, and you know, Father Time. You know, you have mentioned this before when we've talked. Father Time beats everybody. It beats us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, beat me longer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's it. it, it you worry about that in the sense that like, like, okay, if that's what it is, that's what it is. And you know, it's not coming back now. Maybe they're extenuating circumstances here. Maybe they were like, like maybe Fangio knew he was asking Fuller to do more than he could do. Who knows? Um, you know, that's why this all comes down to dollars, right? You know what the price tag is here. The Ravens are asking this guy to do are what, what matters. Yeah, I, 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 absolutely, in terms of right player, right price. Let's talk a little bit more about who Kyle Fuller was. But one of the nice things about him is he's been healthy for pretty much his whole career. He missed the 2016 season entirely. Every other season, he's played every single game, including he's on a, a run now of, of 80 consecutive games played, which when you think about Ravens cornerbacks, that hasn't happened too often. 
Yeah, I mean, we're we're happy to take a guy <laughs> that can bother to stay healthy for the better part of three seasons. You know, I think the Ravens would have loved to see a guy as their third corner just just stay healthy. So yes. uh, we're happy to take it. Yeah, a guy who he's played exclusively on the outside for his time in the league until last year. So he was the rarest of commodities, really, an outside corner with a great ball hawk skills. You, you just those guys are, you know, they're Peters, they're Revis. You know, the, the guys are the most highly sought after commodities out there, uh, really known as as one of the most dangerous ball hawks in the league. He had seven interceptions in 2018 when he was all pro. He had consecutive years in 17 and 18, where he had 22 and 21 passes defense. That Those are enormous numbers. You know, when you're up over a pass defense per game at corner, uh, Pro Bowl both those years, actually Pro Bowl in 18 and 19. So it's kind of the trailing effect of, uh, of some of this. Uh, but it came to, the, came to the Broncos in 2021 on a one-year $9.5 million deal. And he was one of the really big disappointments at, at, uh, in the entire free agent market. It's interesting that you mentioned Peters in the name of like kind of like what that iteration is because Peters mm-hmm. is like one of those like I, I don't there's this unique thing within the NFL that Peters seems wildly underrated mm-hmm. that that for guys that are ball hawks and ha- are like guys that like take chances but create turnovers which are hugely important even if you mm-hmm. give up big plays um, has had a falling out or I, I don't know if you call it a falling out just like like couldn't stick at the teams that he was at before the Ravens and who knows what's going to happen after a year like may, like like maybe he doesn't stick with the Ravens either but um it's interesting in that regard that like like it almost seems like post 1819 Kyle Fuller fell in the same bucket like like what what is it that we have like is he a ball hawk was it system like what are those things and like is there an opportunity here um you know but you would expect the Ravens to be able to read that correctly of any team, I, I, I feel. Right. I mean, that, that is always one of the nice things about being a Ravens fan. When you're, when, you're, when you're watching the draft, you can always say, yeah, well, if they like him, I like him. And, and most of the time, that's a, that's a good uh, situation. There have been occasions in recent years where we haven't felt the same way about it. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's how it goes sometimes. I, we, he had had significant decline at Chicago before yeah. he went to Denver, obviously. Uh, and then obviously he really, he really crapped the bed this last year, but just to talk through what happened in the 2021 season, he started the first five games at left corner. So, I mean, they, they obviously signed him to be a starter for that kind of contract. Then they benched him for three games and he's have a $9.5 million guy on the bench and he plays four snaps in three games, plays no snaps in one of them. Um, but then they had a moment of need where Patrick Sertan, I believe it was, uh, went down and they had to move him into slot corner against the Dallas Cowboys. And he ended up facing some, you know, some good receivers there, including uh, some C.D. Lamb that, that he was uh, covering in that game. They threw at him five times and, and three of those were on third down. He had a really nice pass breakup that I, I saw against Lamb. But, but he had three drive ending coverage plays in that game that really kind of earned him another shot during the season. I'll just go through the rest really quickly here. He moved to the slot corner then, and he, and he stayed there for five games. Then the, the great Ronald Darby returned to take his spot. <laughs> so, you know, this is a case where you're, if you're going to lose your job, at least lose it to somebody great like Ronald Darby. <laughs> uh, and he was benched for two more games. Um, and then he played the last two games at, at a combination of, of right corner and slot. So uh, they used him as they needed him. I, I don't know what their injury situation was in those last two games for Denver and, 
you know, I, I don't know that I really care, honestly. 126.6 passer rating for the year against him. That's obviously the big number that we Ravens really had to think hard about uh, before they signed it. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those things that cuts both ways, right? Like on one side of it, it's like, okay, like you have Vic Fangio, who felt like at times thought that Fuller within his system could have value and was still willing to play him. There's something to that, right? And then usually the other side of it is like, oh, if there are times where Vic Fangio wasn't willing to play him, like, the, and like, like maybe he didn't have the athletic talent for it to be there. Um, you know, the Ravens are going to have to make that call and they're only going to be able to find that out at camp in the preseason, maybe even early in the regular season, um, you know, when he gets that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, in our extended production meeting earlier, we, we um, talked about the, uh, you know, Fangio's, him being really brought in to, to play Fangio's defense. And part of that is that, you know, he was brought in to play Fangio's defense. That means whatever Fuller does, you know, Fangio believed that last year he could make him into probably a turnover machine within the Denver defense. He, he, that he, he could make use of ball hawking skills within that Denver defense. And obviously that didn't happen last year. That's because without goes without saying, honestly, with, with the way things went. But it's worse than that, that, that he obviously lost the confidence even of Fangio, as, as you're mentioning. And and I I don't know that there's another coach that's gonna know Fangio better, including you know, Mike McDonald, uh, to, to be able to say, hey, wait a minute, Fangio was using him wrong. I got the role for him right here. And yeah, the Ravens have a great back seven. Maybe they are they are extremely well suited to take advantage of the turnover potential he brings, play some zone packages that he could be a part of, have him in there on third down. Maybe he even takes a different role than we were even thinking about. It's not, he's not slaughter outside. He's, he's in there at the dime back or whatever. Uh, yeah. Don't know, but uh, but the Ravens. Yeah, I think I come back to the Ravens probably just made a simple depth signing with this move, and perhaps he's a guy that does not even make the team. Yeah, well, there's a chance that he makes the team, and God willing, which he has not been yeah. <laughs> of late, that this core stays healthy, and our Darius Washington, Brandon Stevens, Marcus Peters, and Marlon Humphrey cover what the Ravens need in addition to their safeties of Clark, Hamilton, and Williams. Um, and he sees a hundred snaps on the year because there's no, there's or less. Yeah. That'd be a ton. No need. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, like that's ideal. Like that's, I, if that's the kind of signing that this is, I'm, I'm excited for it because I think that's, that's the kind of guy you want in this situation. Right. Um, Two guys you didn't mention in there are Jalen Armour Davis and Demarion Williams. Now they're they're both fourth round draft picks. They're both going to make the team. You know that Ravens will never cut a fourth round draft pick. And you know, assuming they don't get hurt, yeah, the Ravens could find out quickly that they don't have exactly what they thought they were buying with those two guys in the draft. But my guess is that they won't know, and there'll be a, a high premium paid on snaps going to developmental players. So one of the nice things about the start of Anthony Averett's career was he got to pay 65 snaps as a rookie. And he talked about 100 snaps for, for uh, uh, Fuller here. If that happened, and that means Armour Davis got none, and it wasn't just because Armour Davis is hurt and unavailable, I'd be really upset by that. I mean, I just, I don't, organizationally, that, that, that's not a sensible way to operate your franchise. Well, I don't know that I agree with that in the sense that if, Everybody, if the four prior guys I mentioned stay healthy, mm-hmm. so if Peters, Humphrey, 
our Darius Washington wins the slot position mm-hmm. and Brandon Stevens moves back to the extra outside. guy on the outside that they uh-huh. need, then there shouldn't be the snaps. Like, like that's how I mean it, right? Like, like the snaps shouldn't, barring injury, exist. That being said, depth is required. I, I okay, completely buy that. But let me let me let me bring it back then. So now you do or you don't need your fourth cornerback. And and if you do need your fourth outside cornerback specifically, and Stevens is number three, and I think that's not unreasonable. Armor Davis, I hope, is number four and Fuller is number five. I, I hope, you know, it he's he's his position on the death chart, he should be on the bubble. That's that's the good Ravens situation, is that they suddenly decide at midseason they have to cut him. Or, you know, one of the things we've already discussed is that is that it's a very good chance he's a handshake deal to have a handshake deal guy where he's cut automatically at the start of camp. And obviously it depends on how much salary and how much guaranteed money they've got tied up in him. But if he's a if he's a vet men guy with some uh, bonuses likely to be earned, then they can cut him right before the season starts on a handshake agreement, bring him back on the same deal after they've had a chance to slip somebody through onto IR. I guess what I would say is that the hypotheticals of the hypotheticals that we're playing here okay. are like too too deep, right? Like like if if the reason why you're upset that he has played 100 snaps, but Armour Davis has not played 100 snaps, have like played out in like a certain iteration. Like uh-huh. I'm not willing to play that game necessarily because I don't right. know what that's going to look like. I, I can agree with what you're saying, um, and I can also disagree with what you're saying. So like 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 there's there are too many steps down the road for me to be overly committed to one of those or the other. Like all that being said, you know, this deal at a veteran minimum, if that's what it is. And again, you know, even here at almost one o'clock in the morning, the day after <laughs> the signing, we still don't know. We still don't know the answer to that. Right. It's a valid question, right? Like if it's more than that, then he's definitely ahead of Armour Davis. And if you've got a problem with that, I'm actually, I don't object to that. Right. Like, um, you know, I think I think those are interesting questions that still remain to be answered. I think I would agree with you that we think we know the answer, but they're not clear yet. OK. All right. Well, that's that is fair enough. And obviously price matters in this case. And this is a right player, right price uh, signing if there ever was one in terms of it needs to be considered in that light, given exactly where he is in his career. And and uh, right. Well, and you look at the Jarvis Landry deal for New Orleans and, and whether you think Jarvis Landry was going home, like, I don't know how anybody can think Jarvis Landry is going to get more looks with a healthy Michael Thomas coming back than he might get in like this Baltimore offense, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I think that like, it's about the same. You factor in a running based offense, you factor in one of the top wide receivers, you know, in the league two seasons ago, right. um, you know, those dollars tell me that the Ravens will not be willing to give Kyle Fuller anything more than a veteran. Great point. Incentives. Great point. So you're extrapolating just to just to parrot that back. You're extrapolating from the uh, from the Landry deal that if they weren't willing to pay three million for Landry plus some bonuses, then they're probably not going to be willing to pay anything more than the vet minimum for Kyle Fuller. And I would Correct. agree with that logic. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good uh, that's a good point. All right. Well, outstanding discussion as always, Jordan. And, and I think we're uh, we're looking forward to who Kyle Fuller is. I, I hope we'll we'll see in camp and we'll kind of see what he's got left in the tank. And uh, last question I'd ask you is what, what do you think his percentage chances to make the 2022 Ravens? And, and I mean, by this, you know what I mean, being on the week one roster as opposed to the handshake deal yeah. situations. I, I think my initial hunch is less than 40 percent. Um, this strikes me as a veteran minimum deal. One that 
you know, if everybody else is healthy, if Armour Davis and Demarius Williams play really well at camp, like, I think Fuller has no shot. Like, what is the point? As you were saying earlier, and again, we don't know that now, but if they play well enough at camp to say, hey, these guys can do the same level job, they understand the system well enough, or they are exceptionally athletic enough to override some of those things, right. we're going to roll with them instead. Uh, I think all those things are counting as Fuller. I think his best crack at the roster would be to show his ability or willingness to play special teams um, and have some opportunity there. For a guy that's 30, is that what we're going to see? No, no. I mean, Tony feels Jefferson. Unlike, feels sure. unlikely. I, I, well, he, for a guy that was out of the league for a year, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I mean, Fuller has been to the, the ego woodshed last year in Denver. I mean, if he doesn't realize who he is as a player, uh, it, the NFL will unfortunately cruelly make that clear to him this season, uh, probably for the last time. Just like you and, and all of us on your podcast, Ken. No, I'm just <laughs> all right. Outstanding. Always great to talk football with you, Jordan. Uh, love having you on. Appreciate you coming on so late for a, for a timely topic like this. Tell folks where they can talk football with you. Yeah, you guys can find us at filmstudybaltimore.com. Uh, you know, Gabe Ferguson and I have a podcast together. We talk about the games, important plays, try and break it down and the strategy of what the Ravens are doing after the games. Um, so we're, we're both also on Twitter. I'm at Raven Sit Room. He's at Gabe Fergie. We'd love to see you guys all, all there. But both great follows and make sure you give their pod a shot because it's one of the really good cerebral pods out there in terms of, of talking about football and, uh, and uh, very pleased to have them on our platform as well. Uh, other folks out there, if you'd like to do a film study short with me, I'd love to hear from you. DMs are always open on Twitter. Narrow topic, please, folks, that we can get into in about 20 to 30 minutes. We always start loving talking football and ends up going 45. That's fine. But, uh, but I want to narrow topic if you possibly can. I'll get back to you very quickly on that. Jordan, thanks again for coming on. No, thanks for having me again. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.